1: presented by AT&T connecting changes everything
2: you're listening to Comedy Central the
3: block is hot third hot, hot. the block is hot mm. now striking 2000 buffalo hospital workers 2000 carpenters in washington mm. Mm. 1000 miners in Alabama, mm. 700 nurses in Massachusetts, mm. 450 steel workers in West Virginia, 420 Kentucky whiskey workers. Mm. They fucking with the brown liquor.
4: 420 though. That's like the whole that's like that's like everybody, brother. That's just that's just disrespectful.
3: On the horizon 37,000 Kaiser healthcare workers might strike, 10,000 John Deere manufacturers, 2,000 telecom workers and 400 hospital workers in Oregon, not to count the drama between the film and television mm. I That's
4: about to crew. say. Shout out to that mm-hmm. Shout out to my cats.
3: I just the reason why I bring up all these strikes and work stoppages all across the country. got to ask both of y'all. Are we
5: good? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> We good. No
3: yeah no, we good, Uh, huh? We good. We good we good. We good. I'm not arrogant. I know I can't do this show by myself. Oh I do that from the jump I was like, I ain't gonna just be talking to myself.
6: (laughs) We're fine. I'm very happy.
3: My name is Roy. This is My Job Fair. Oh, we got a good one today. Top of the Wednesday, and a happy pumpkin spice toba to all of you. Third, we're about halfway through this month. Um, Are you a trick-or-treating household?
4: We are actually very much a trigger or treating household, and while you got me, a uh, quick shout out to my wife. Happy birthday, baby! I love you very Aww. much. Oh. Right, right, right. Uh, but we you. are, we are very much, we are very much a, a house. Uh, in fact, last time that we could all go out for uh, for Halloween, we we are we are a Star Wars family, and we lean mm. very heavily to the Sith. Uh, so I dressed up as uh, Darth Vader. My wife was a Sith queen. My son, quite rightly, was Kylo Ren. Um, and my nice. daughter was the disaffected uh, Star Wars teen who just doesn't like any of that shit. But it worked out; oh. it was good. Yeah, nice. yeah. There's yeah, always
3: yeah. one kid that doesn't join in the family fun and just wears a hoodie and football pants. Yeah, and yeah, no yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Shout out though; she did go as Michael Myers, so you know, give her her credit. Oh. You know, yeah. Since my daughter's oh. a little thug, daughter's a little okay. thug. Okay, shout fair. out my baby. Shout out my baby.
3: Mm. JG, um, I think now is a fair time before we get into why I'm so excited about our guest for Worst than First. Mm-hmm. We need a flower update. <laughs> Facts. Last week. Facts. Last week,
6: mm-hmm.
3: you know, you got sent nine roses, two lilies, and, you know, a nice card. Was the card scented? I forgot to ask you that last week.
6: I don't think so. I mean, little the flowers s- were so fragrant. Little I Little spritz of the cards. cool water. The oh clothes. my gosh.
4: Hit it off with a little obsession. A little shot of obsession before he sent it to you? No, nah, ninety-six would be the jacquard. He sent you off the jaccar Nords
3: <laughs> <laughs> Um has did 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 Flower Man come forward and identify himself per Rod's advice?
6: No. No one has identified themselves. And you all know if I took ten minutes I could find this out. But I'm just not that interested.
3: How fast could you find it out? How fast you'd minutes. be typing? You sure? I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. Jacqueline just... (laughs) All right. So So no no update update on the flowers. Okay. Mm. It's going to
6: break my parents' hearts because they would love for me to date and I'm like, "Ah, I'm not interested.
3: Speaking of going back to some Mm -hmm. old episodes, got a little feedback from uh, episode 30, Art of the Resignation. Now, this is where we were talking about you know the ways we've been fired and you know getting taken off the square and i had a lot of i had a lot of heat for protect america home security really oh yeah
4: and, um,
6: that That's was the company that
3: brings bar, that that bringsport right correct that was the okay. company that left me high and dry and um just closed one day didn't tell anybody we returned to the empty fresh prince living room <laughs> The homie Matthew Chambers out there in Austin, Texas. Uh Uh-oh. Shout an email to the RoyceJobFair at gmail.com. I encourage you to do the same if you want to be a part of the show. Roy, my name is Matt. I live in Austin. Met my wife working at Protect America. Oh, that's
6: beautiful. In 2014.
3: Mm -hmm. It shook me to hear. You hear that word, Jacqueline? Shook. Mm -hmm. I scared. He thought he'd forgotten about that trauma, and I brought it back. (laughs) It shook me to hear Roy randomly talking about something as obscure as Protect America, but he's dead on when he says they are the worst. Multiple times in the middle of work days, we had the electricity turned off mid-shift because they didn't pay the bill. What? I know this for a fact because it once happened while the owner was making an appearance in the office. Yo, (laughs) I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to have convinced. Yes, this is where it gets good because I feel this pain. I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to have convinced a rando that you cold called to impulsively buy a security system they didn't need. And then watch your commission slip away because your employer didn't pay the electric bill Mm. to keep the phone on so (laughs) that you could schedule the appointment. I love the podcast. How can you scam good with no power? I love the podcast. Mm. It makes me happy to see it in my feed every week. Also, please Aww. stop teasing JG about selling her draws. Matt in <laughs> <and> Austin. <laughs> hey, Roy, who's that segment brought to us by now? <laughs> oh, that segment is brought to you by Fuck. Protect America,
6: home security (laughs) company. Of course it is. Of course it is.
3: 75 if you book an appointment, 150 if the tech actually gets the installation done. Those were our commissions.
5: Oh, okay.
3: So uh, it seems like it, but you know how many calls you have to make to get one appointment? Mm. And half your appointments don't result in installations because all the techs were creepy, greasy-handed motherfuckers.
4: I was about to say, that means you got to count on two people to get your money then, right? Because even if you sell it, then that means they still got to go and get it done. Like, yo,
3: mm. yo, man, I really feel like the home security system business I'm starting to have a disdain for right up there with funeral homes. Mm. Um, Mm. There was another email, Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. This is Alexis. I'm not sure if if they're also in Texas. Do you know who Alexis Texas is, Jacqueline? (laughs) No.
6: Who's
3: Alexis Texas? Don't Why Google he... it on the work. Computer. Oh, I'm not gonna ever.
6: <laughs> I tried to get the correct spelling of the boom boom Room. Never will I ever, <laughs> ever
3: again. You remember yeah. when we were telling you about Pinky and how not to Google Pinky?
6: <laughs> she's, Cause yeah, it's yeah, not she's the in... one I was thinking, oh.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> this, is... <laughs> this email is from Alexis, who I will assume is not in Texas. Okay. Hey, fairly new listener to the show. I heard Roy's story about showing up at his home security company only to find out they had packed up. And I have a very similar story with Mm. my home security company. I was working at a home security call center, had a week off of work to get married and went on the honeymoon after. I returned home from all my wedding festivities, Mm -hmm. getting all my affairs in order. When I get a text from the owner of the company saying, quote, hey, we close Didn't want to ruin your wedding, so I waited a week to tell you. Congrats. (laughs) Oh, stop. (laughs) Love the show. We've been married for five years. We have a beautiful baby girl. P.S. Fuck you, Edge Home Security.
4: (laughs) Bruh, bruh. Look, why did she it write out of you. it? About to say, why does she write it in all caps though? Like she wanted to make sure we got that point. Like there's no way you could whisper that. It is in all caps. She's fuck you, Edge Home y'all, Security.
6: Y'all are traumatized.
3: All Let's the see. disdain. I Thank love you it. Down South Georgia girl pulled this up. Okay, this is Alexis in Utah, not in Texas. Mm. Edge Home and Commercial Security based in Ogden, Utah.
7: <laughs> it's time now for Cody's
3: most outstanding employee of the week, Ralph. Have we not been calling this segment the CMO? Cody's most outstanding.
5: That's it. That that's just the
4: CMO. The CMO. Yeah, I support that. Shout out, Cody.
3: A CMO comes to us from Cleveland, where a Cle- greater Cleveland Regional Transit Authority bus driver retired after forty-five years behind the wheel. And finished his career 1.3 million miles on the odometer. Not a single accident.
8: Hmm.
3: Props. Well, they say never had a preventable accident, which means he was never at fault. Somebody might have hit his bus. Got it. But mm-hmm. he never did anything wrong 45 years on the job. I think it is extremely, extremely understated. City bus drivers and gas station, uh, again, bodegas in certain parts of the country, but city bus drivers and, like, the regular cashiers at a gas station, Mm -hmm. those people hear all of our problems. And they ain't got a long time to give us advice, but it's a short, it's a quick hit, but sometimes that's enough. Mm Mm-hmm. That's enough to get you over the hump. And, you know, when you look at a lot of people that use public transportation, it's a lot of people that are juggling a lot of different plates in the air, and it can be stressful. And sometimes that conversation you have with the bus driver, it might be your only positive interaction for the day.
4: You're saying your only positive interaction for the day. I'm saying it's the first time that some white folks has ever talked to a black person and got real-ass advice. It's from a bus driver.
6: The last yeah. time I was on a bus was in Virginia, and I said, "Good morning," and the lady said, "What's wrong with you?"
4: Yep, sounds like home. What's wrong
6: home. with
4: me? It sounds like home. They ready for it at home. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you was in Northern Virginia and stuff, because all the all the millennials ride the bus in Northern Virginia, and then they just start talking to the black person that drives the bus like they are on. but they're telling everything. Like I know I shouldn't have put my my breasts on on snap chat like that but she'll be pulling the thing <laughs> next time did you just put your t- what's your name like but then yeah that's <laughs> yeah like yeah you know, that's what they do I, I love for the record I love both of your both uh bus experiences that you had in Alabama because if I have ridden the bus in Alabama like the both of you I would fondly fondly love the bus but instead I was on the bus in Northern Virginia and D.C. where there was routinely fights and 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 a very most of the most of the women who drove the bus were very gruff. If you want to tell them oh your advice, gosh. if you yo yo in D.C. and you can check me on this, it's the truth in it's D.C. So
3: traumatized, bro. it is, man. Look, the in city bus—they were racist and treated you like yeah, shit. that's in Virginia. Out yes. of that Virginia, that's Virginia. not the public transportation, dude.
4: Oh yeah, driven by all the angry black women in D.C. But you're very good at their job. And, <laughs> And um, I remember I was teaching at, uh, at a, in DC at a high school, and we had a career day where a brother who worked for Metro came in, and one of the kids, Fort Wright, asked him, said, "Sir, I want to know how come there's so many mean women that drive the buses <gasps> in DC?" And the guy looked at me, and said, "He said that's because the women passed the drug test, sir." And I was like, "Oh Ooh. shit!" Ooh.
3: <laughs> Ooh. Uh-uh. For forty five years of serving the community and giving short term therapy sessions to the people of Cuyahoga County. Mm great Godwin McNeil, you are Cody's most
6: outstanding
0: employee of the week. That's nice.
6: good stuff.
3: Worse than first time, this is where we invite you, the job fair listener, to come on the show and tell us about, you know, your worst job or your first job, something that you remember wistfully. That's a new word I've been working on, JG. Oh. <laughs> wistfully. <laughs> nice. Okay. RoyceJobFair at gmail.com if you want to be a part of the program. Now, we are the People's Podcast, and we like to have regular, everyday people on, but sometimes they're extraordinary people mm. who we think we need to make a little bit of space for to make sure that you all can get a little education on money. Because, f- you know, the difficult thing about this podcast, third when we were originally, like, conjuring this up, we were like... Oh, it's employment. It's the highs and lows. It's job leads that are out there. Mm -hmm. Crazy stuff you've seen on the job. Mm. But we don't really have a lot of time to talk about retirement and investing. So I always appreciate when you have someone on that is educated in that world because you were talking to a man who has nothing but baseball cards from the 90s of people who took steroids. That is my retirement plan.
4: I hear you on that. What?
3: should have bet on comic books but i didn't do that jg who do we have on the line
6: and now that we know your plan thank goodness jill is here she has two podcasts i on money from cbs news and jill on money both offer clear and concise advice which we all need especially you, Roy, on everything from mortgages to life insurance and investing. Welcome, Jill. JG, I
1: know you didn't attempt my last name. I mean, no, I mean, I wouldn't if I were you. Who Schlesinger, Schlesinger,
4: yeah, no. Schlesinger, Schlesinger. <laughs>
1: yeah. So um, an anchor a million years ago when I first yes. came on the air, she could I mean, this is probably going back 12, 13, 14 years. She couldn't pronounce my name. She said, mm. I, I don't know. It's like freaks me out. I see it in the prompter and I can't get it. I said, here's what yeah. I want to give you a little hint. Go for and it. I said, well, there's a CH in there. And if you're German, you want to say shh, and we would all want to say shh, right? But I am like a Mayflower Jew. We've been in oh. this country a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. So we don't <laughs> pronounce it like it's German. We want it to blend. So we just say, instead of Schlesinger, we say Schlesinger. I said, one way to remember it is like S-L, like like S-L, pretend there's no C-H there, and it's a soft G, like a J, not a a G-R. She goes, Oh, my God, I get it. I'll just remember. I remember the the German slut. That's what I'll remember. Okay. German and SL oh, go together. And no. I said, if that helps you pronounce my name, uh-huh. anchor not to be named unless you guys pour a lot of drinks and make me do it then we have you, money yeah we, we have, have money exactly we have that so that's what i so schlesinger it's a tough one german slut now you won't remember I anything but not. that <laughs> i you can, will not say that you <laughs> can say
3: the name we're just gonna beep it ralph took a shit in <laughs> his personal toilet before he got fired over <laughs> it.
4: either way them both you're right
3: so I want to talk first before we get into just your first job or your you know first job and all of that stuff. You you also authored a book that I thought would be essential for our listeners, The Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money.
1: You know, my background, I'm like a math head. So my background is a real statistical modeling kind of background. Like I'm a math head and I went to a trading floor and my dad worked at the American Stock Exchange. My uncle worked at the New York Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. I worked on the Commodities Exchange. And I realized that just, it's, not, it's not that we don't have the information. It's just that our emotions take over. But you've been around people and it's entertainers or athletes or anybody who just they get into their own heads and they're not at their best. And neither are we as human beings. So I just wanted to kind of like say to people, like, I get it. I get that you're going to make a dumb mistake, but you're a smart person. And we can correct this. And so let's kind of catch you before you make that mistake.
3: Without getting into, you know, all of the dumb things that smart people do, because we want people to buy the book and continue to support everything else that you do. What are the most tactful ways? And I'm not, I cannot remember the specific details of this, what I thought. Now I'm going to call it a scam. It was a scam. Third, there's a comedian mm-hmm. who I won't name. Mm-hmm. Name. who was trying to get I know, other right? Comedians, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. back
4: that up was that <laughs> <one more laughs> time? name
3: What's that name? Never mind. I'm, not, I'm not gonna name <laughs> he basically there was some sort of land deal uh, down in Panama and i'm not making this up and i'm sure i wonder if you've heard of these types of investment these foreign investments that are like uncertified or whatever basically yeah. hey man send 10,000 down to Panama and then that be your little patch of land, and then anything they they dig up and find, you're nodding your head, yes, so you know I'm not crazy. If they find gold or diamonds in that little piece of land you bought, then that's yours, and you share it with the people who dug it up. Hmm. And no comedian in our comedy community will pull to, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's not no. a shrink. We would've found out
1: who was cheating on who right there. <laughs>
3: Nobody will pull this unnamed comedian to the side and go, hey, man, Mm -hmm. I think that is a bad idea. Mm -hmm. What is the most tactful way when you feel like a colleague to just steer them off of that? Even if you don't have all the solutions, what's the most tactful way? Because you don't want to burn the friendship.
1: No, I mean, I think, first of all, we all have great BS meters. We need to trust that a lot more. Um, Mm -hmm. So in some respects, even if you're someone who could fall prey to the get rich quick scheme, which we can obviously, Um, if you sort of also down deep feel that little flutter in your belly, like something doesn't sound right about that. Like, I don't know, that's not too good. You know, so some of the ways that I always think about it is if it's um, advertised on late night TV, if it's a banner ad anywhere on the (laughs) internet, if while you're surfing, something weird shows up like crypto millionaire comes to tell you on TikTok how to be a millionaire. Generally speaking, anyone who has the key to making a ton of money is keeping it to him or her or themselves, right? They're not sharing it with the idiots like us out there. They're not like, I have the secret. What they're really doing is either selling books or selling some dream. And this is an old scam. You know, frankly, Roy, it's so funny because you you can call the scam anything. You can say it's a gold scam, it's a this scam, it's a that it's a it's a modern day scam, it's a meme stock, it's this yeah. But really, there's no really there's not an easy way to like score. Most people who by accident are in the right place at the right time know that it happened by accident. There's I, I promise you that it's not like everyone who got like the first hundred employees at Microsoft. They didn't think I'm so smart that I worked at this company. They're like, thank God I like took that job. Cause I could have been at like, what's the matter you corporation and gotten nothing. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what I think. So if it's too good to be traded and if someone else is talking about other stuff, I think it is fair to say like, you know what? These guys, these gals, they're scrounging around a living they need to like pay off their student loans and their credit card debt and like contribute to an IRA before they start messing around with this bullshit that you're selling. Tell them the benefits of a Roth IRA, please. Oh God, I love you talking the talk. Fund a retirement account, a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k if you have one at work or a Roth 403b. The big difference is that a Roth structure allows you to put a dollar that's already been taxed into an account for retirement. And it grows until you're age 59 and a half or later. And then when you take it out later and you've made so much money because you're such a smart and wise investor and you bought index funds and kept out of trouble and you didn't buy land in Panama, (laughs) the money that you pull (laughs) out (laughs) will not be taxable to you. So you could literally put in like over the course of your life, you could put in, let's say, 100 grand. It grows to a million bucks. You take it out, there's no tax on the difference between the hundred and the million, which is huge. Like, don't buy complicated products. Don't mm-hmm. buy complicated mm. ideas. The simpler, the better.
3: Jill Schlesinger, before yes. you became this Emmy Award-winning mm. journalist and analyst for CBS Sunday Morning,
6: Ooh, glistening,
3: Glistening. <laughs> Take us back to a time before the glitz and glamour. Take us back to a time mm-hmm. where you weren't sure of your path and give us either your worst job or a job that gave you that little bit of keep going. You could do it.
1: Mm. So I was one of those people who was sort of um, thought to be the person who would go into a family business. You know, so my dad was over on the American Stock Exchange and his partners were all kind of like, this would be so cool. Jill will learn how to do some stuff over there on the commodities exchange. She'll come and like, we'll have a next gen of like another, you know, another person younger. And they liked the fact that I was a woman because there were no women, really. There weren't a ton. And um, on the commodities exchange, there were 800 male members and eight female members. That was kind of fun. Shit.
8: And okay. I would say that
1: the most significant thing that happened to me was, um, you know, a few years into my my trading career, my dad um, came over to my apartment and we was like looking at my profit and loss statement and I had a great, one great month. And he was like, oh my God, this is such a great month. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's good, yeah. And he said, what do you mean, yeah? Like, what are you talking about? And I said, well, I mean, like, yeah, it's one month. And he looked at me in the eye and he says, baby, I want to tell you something. This is not a job where you are going to find the cure for cancer. This is not a job that is going to like lift mankind into a better place. This is a job where you can make some good money. And I get home and could see every single one of your soccer and basketball games in high school. And I could ba- bail out early. And I don't work on weekends like these other idiots who are in our town." So it gave me and has given this family a great life. And I didn't have to sacrifice like being on the road or doing any of that crap. Mm -hmm. But if you don't like the good months, you are not made for this business because there are going to be some really bad months. And it breaks my heart to say this, but maybe you ought to rethink this. And I thought that must've been a tough thing for him to say, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like, he was, he really wanted me to come. We were very close. And I think, that was a moment that was like a real moment where he put aside what he wanted for me. He recognized that trading wasn't what, what I thought it would be, which is basically like a sport every day. It's like playing a game every single day Mm -hmm. and that I wanted something else. And he gave me permission. I didn't do it immediately, but it took me like another year before I said, okay, he's right. This isn't the right thing for me. And I think that without having that permission from him or him opening the door to that conversation I don't think I think it would have been like of course I'm a trader. that's what I've been I'm destined to do you know I'm a ball player I'm a trader. I'm a tough ass and actually it didn't um it wasn't really satisfying to me so mm-hmm. um so that was a real that was a moment and that was a real moment and you know I'm not one of these daddy complected girls because I've had a lot of therapy now but, um, but you know, in the, I will. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, a New York Jew. Come on now, what else oh,
4: goodness. Goodness. it's like my side hustle is going to therapy. Um,
3: Jill on money.com is the website.
1: This was an absolute delight. For the first time, I would like to go on the record and saying that someone at Viacom CBS had a very good idea in putting us together. <laughs>
3: The podcast yeah, is yeah, Own Money yeah. from CBS News. The other one is Jill on Money. And they're quick. They're like, you know, yeah. 15, 20-minute episodes. Yep. Just a quick little, here's a little dap-dap. Yep. And yep. get on back to your day. Right So on. thank you so much, Jill Schlesinger. Thank you, Jill. You forgot uh,
4: already.
1: The German slut. Schlesinger.
4: German
3: slut. <laughs> yeah,
4: Dick Spreckensy Deutsch. You got to oh. pronounce that correctly, bro. It, yeah. She, yeah. she was on that. She was on that. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank so you so much for much. coming on the I appreciate Pat. it. Yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate you.
3: This was lovely. Part. Third, if you'll send me $5,000 right now, <laughs> there's a dude in Panama and he's going to take that money and buy some land. And then they grow mm-hmm. stuff on that land and you get a piece of the profit of whatever crop they grow on that land.
4: As long as I'm getting that profit in Bitcoin, I'm down, bro. That's what I'm looking at. Let's let's, let's try and keep this money spinning. I'll take some of that Bitcoin and put it in some Dogecoin for you, and then I'm going to buy some land in Croatia from a dude I know because I got some connects. You know what I'm saying? That we can sell the Croatia and the Panama land to Jacqueline and keep this money going. This sounds
6: as bad as my cousin, whose name I will not mention, who had a lot of cash but
4: in the middle, it was nothing but one. He kept the big field. Ooh, that's that strip club
3: role. Okay. Job fail. We'll be right back.
2: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit paramountplus.com slash the to get a 50% discount off the Paramount plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th subscription auto renews restrictions apply.
9: Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. Snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
8: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's dot com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
0: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future.
10: To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Job fair, we back in it.
3: Is this our first first responder? Yeah. JG? I don't think Whatsoever. So.
6: We talked about you wanting to be a firefighter, but yeah,
3: yeah, then, you know, my mom ruined that dream. But that's a separate conversation. And she wanted me to be a fire inspector. Don't just be a firefighter; you could be a fire inspector too and graduate into pyrotechnic research. And I hated chemistry, and I was like, "Ooh, fuck that!" I just wanted to point water at shit. I didn't want to <laughs> learn the chemical composition of oil-based fire versus fuels and which way fire moves and the way i don't have time for these calculations
6: that's I'm important <laughs> yeah. you can't put water no, no, no. on every fire like right. go ahead
3: A jet fuel fire can't take water fuck, mm, this. fuck this i quit <laughs> no
4: nah. i'm with roy i like lighting shit up i love lighting shit up but then my mom's like you know you gotta learn to put it out And i was like ah, not so much but this shit burns what
3: i do know about firefighting before we bring on this esteemed guest to talk about careers in this field that is actually, if you want to talk about mm-hmm. some people that are shorthanded and definitely need some assistance, um, there was a firefighter in Birmingham. <laughs> it's a lot of ways to get fired from your job, right? Mm-hmm. There was a firefighter in Birmingham. I'm going to just say this shit. There's a firefighter in Birmingham who got fired because he was stealing DVDs from people's houses on calls. So, you know how you go in the house to fight the fire, uh-huh. and like the fire be in the back, and this motherfucker be up in the living room.
4: Mm. <laughs> Do it through your DVD rack. Mm.
3: This is back when DVDs was still the shit, and it was worthwhile. You know, Cause you know, them firefighter pants they got them big pockets. They got them pockets, oh, you can hold a lot of shit.
4: That's a, so, oh man, stop playing.
3: This motherfucker That's was just, Fucking Batman box sets and fucking diehard trilogies.
4: <laughs> you telling me my man's is like going to steal the joint out the fire and then showing up at the barbershop, like, yo, I got, yo, who looking for them box
3: sets? Who's it's still a little smoky, sets? but I got you. I yeah, got just wipe you. it off. Wipe I got it off. It, young look.
6: Look. But how did he get caught?
3: It, it, because somebody fucking snitched when somebody was like, hey, thank you for saving my house, but where's my shit? Somebody stole my shit. Hmm.
2: Okay. I
6: don't know how you got two to two to get four, but okay. It's so
3: stupid, though. It's so stupid, though, because I'm here to save you. Yes. I should be able to negotiate your DVDs in exchange for your (laughs) well-being. This is the perfect time to have this conversation. You're sitting back here. You're wheezing and shit. You need oxygen. I got a whole tank of it on my back, dog. Facts? No! So listen, before I give you a sip of this oxygen, I couldn't help but notice up front that you had the training day director's cut (laughs) with the extended King Kong speech. Not the extended speech. Would you mind if I took that training day and that motherfucker be on the ground?
8: (laughs) (laughs)
4: Is that
3: a yes or a no? I'm just hearing wheezing. (laughs) My mama gave me that.
6: (laughs) You're so wrong for <laughs> <to> that.
3: <laughs> oh man, let's bring him on, JG. Let's bring him on. Who do we have on the line?
6: We have Carl, and he is a loyal job fair listener. As, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. He's loyal, and Love it. yes, he is a firefighter paramedic out of Savannah,
3: Canopy Tree City. Mm-hmm. Carl, welcome aboard the job fair. First and foremost, thank you for everything that you all do. Yeah. I know that the COVID times have been very tough on the departments, and y'all riding trucks shorthanded when you have positive cases. Very much. It's been uh, pretty much insane. And then you can't like quarantine the rest of the house because who gonna work the shift? True. You got a truck with three firefighters going out where it's basically either we fight it mm. or we go in and save, but we cannot do both. Mm. Is this manpower shortage an issue nationwide or is this just something unique to specific municipalities, Carl?
7: Well, I can tell you, I work um, in the Savannah area. Um, I actually just uh, separated from a job with Garden City Fire here locally. And um, I've been fighting fire for 17 years um, and uh, got injured um, uh, back in June. And so I just kind of thought it was time to you know step away from it and transition into something different. But I can tell you in my 17 years, that has always been a problem. Um, yeah. It's very difficult to one, most people uh, on average, like I say, as JG said, I am a firefighter and a paramedic and I spent my first probably 12 years uh, back and forth between the fire truck and the uh, ambulance. And so my last five years, I've been solely on the fire truck and um, it's pretty taxing on the body. It's taxing on your mental, the whole nine. And so because of that, the average lifespan of somebody in this career is about five to six years. Mm-hmm. And so wow. that's why we try to get folks younger um, and that's one of our initiatives, my company's initiatives, is trying to get people fresh out of school um, to, you know, go ahead and get into this field because that way you may have a lifer. You may have somebody who hits the 20-year, 20 25-year mark, what have mm-hmm. you, or you may have somebody who comes in for a few years, gets some experience, goes off to nursing school. That's what we see a lot of. Um, or they'll start with us and then end up on a helicopter or something, you know, uh, as a flight medic or a flight nurse, things of that nature. So that's that's a lot of what we see in our field.
3: With your company, talk to us a little bit about your company and what you all are hiring for exactly right now.
7: Yes, sir. Well, uh, my company is 4Life Medical. Um, We're actually hiring and we're doing a training blitz. So it's kind of a Mm. twofold thing here. We are hiring for American Heart Association or American Red Cross CPR instructors. Mm. Um, And so what we're trying to do, and this is something that you don't have to have any experience. That's the biggest thing. Um, We will train you from, from bottom up. Um, I myself, and I I can tell you that's one of the beautiful things about it is uh, not just our company, but I was given that same opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, I started out as a volunteer fireman um, back in 2004. Um, I started from volunteer. I went to EMT school at a technical college.
3: Bookmark volunteer firefighter. Continue.
7: Okay. Um, 2004, 2005, I went to EMT school. Um, My job paid for that. 2007, I went to uh, paramedic school. Uh, fire academy back in 2004 um and then my jobs paid for all my instructorships and everything mm-hmm. from there on and so oh, everything that i have right now including degrees and everything else was paid for by somebody else
3: why is there why is Well, it here's, here's a better question so if we're hiring for cpr instructors number one is that physically they're in georgia or is this wherever i live i can be the local cpr motherfucker i'm I'm looking for people
7: here in georgia but also i have people that work in florida Mm -hmm. um i have people that work for our company um i have one that works in north carolina um, two that work in louisiana i mean they start some of them start here and branch out or i have people who are you know affiliated with us and work for us off site so um we're willing to help foster that in any way shape or form we can um because like i said the, the biggest thing for me is uh, we're getting the message out like I said my mom um, back in 2015 saved my dad during a cardiac event mm-hmm. my mom's a CPA doesn't know nothing about nothing but um, she saved my my dad's life when he uh, went to cardiac arrest in the gym and um, you know just doing a little bit of, a little bit of training with her a couple minutes and she was able to positively impact him so um, that's kind of been my life's work ever since
3: don't you leave me with these kids Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, up? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes.
4: Respectfully. Exactly. Respectfully. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
3: respectfully. He lived, so we can make we can laugh. He yes. lived respectfully. Yeah. Yeah. What could be done to mm. make the job better? Is it strictly money or is it just the grueling wear and tear of the occupation?
7: It is. It's the wear and tear of the occupation is the biggest thing, um, mm. and then the the mentally taxing part of it. Mm. The things that you see. Um, you know Ooh. that you, we literally mm. carry around our own ghosts with us from you know everything that we've seen for all the years. Many of us have, and I hate to use the term PTSD, but mm. a lot of us do. it's oh,
4: true. Um, I was about to, to say it can't be anything else. That yeah, I, I, I watch the shows, yeah. man, and, and and even on the television shows when these guys go into a fire and they start yeah. flashing back. Like, you know, instantly they start, you know, I mean, it's the theme of the show and all, but like these guys would be in the throw of, of a horrible raging mm-hmm. form. And their first sort the of flashback is like the worst job they had before they started fighting the fire. And they're like, yeah, I'm better exactly. off doing this than I, than I was, you know, changing septic tape drawers. So I don't know, whatever it is, but they always had a wild dream. Like, Absolutely. does that, and, and does you're, that kind and of you're stuff? Right.
7: It does. It does.
3: Well, first, let's find out. Where can people contact you? And then I'm going to tell this ignorant-ass story and we'll get you out of here. Where, where can people contact you, uh, but You can
7: contact us... You can contact us at www.savannahcpr.us. Um That is our website to both sign up for training as well as to sign up for um, some of our uh, a letter of interest for our CPR uh, instructor courses. Um, and if you come on with our company as an instructor, like I said, all of your training is paid for. Um, we pay for it. We send you through the training. We just ask for a one-year commitment, hmm. and then literally... Um, our instructors, i have 17 that work with us currently um all of them are part-time firefighters. that's one of the things is like um, for us we want to branch out and do something other than what we normally do uh, for a part-time job or something because of that 24 hour on 48 hour off schedule. Um, cool. so it gives us something to do you know i don't uh, I don't mind it's the devil's playground so um having that time off uh, really does you know let us decompress, and then go make a little more money. For anybody looking to get into this field, Mm -hmm. firefighting, EMS, what have you, specifically firefighting, find a department that is union. Mm. I know I may ruffle some Mm. feathers with that, what have Mm. you, Um, but I can tell you as somebody who has worked for both union and non-union departments, my last department was a non-union department, um, I can tell you union is the way to go. The protection there is invaluable.
3: Thank you so much for what you do. We appreciate you. you and we love thank you. you thank, thank you, y'all. Jacqueline will be sending your firehouse a box of her used draws. I will- <laughs> this portion of the podcast is brought it's to you not- by Jacqueline's used draws, the not- preferred <laughs> used draw of the Savannah <laughs> City Fire he is Department.
6: Awful. Tell your story, thank you for Roy. Your service. Tell your story. Thank you
3: for your service. Now, it's a, it was a random story, but I had a homeboy that was a volunteer firefighter. He overslept for the fire and got fired.
6: Oh, okay. By the time
3: he showed up, the fire that was. It happens
7: out. more than you know.
3: Carl, thank yes. you so much, thank man. Yep. And when it I get happened. down out to Savannah, we'll run down to thank the you. cookout, man, get a fruit punch and a cheeseburger. Ooh. Have a good one, brother.
7: Thank you. Absolutely. Thank y'all.
3: I was talking with the firefighter in Birmingham, man, and she was just telling me, like over in Pratt City, like they straight up send three people on a truck. One person parks the truck and sets the water, mm-hmm. another person has the hose, and another person just walks around the house and decides whether or not a is inside. Oh. Shit. Yeah, if a motherfucker's inside, then <laughs> we gotta go in and get him.
4: If it's not, then we no can sit here. the don't
3: Wow. Ooh. But you're also going inside to rescue someone in a house that's not ventilated, so the house is only getting hotter and hotter mm-hmm. because you don't have a team on the roof fucking cutting it. After the mm. break... The homie, Norado, a.k.a. Rob, for to be beyond to help you break the ice with co-workers at your job. It's a job fair. We'll be right back.
2: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit paramountplus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th subscription auto renews restrictions apply.
9: Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
8: Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's dot com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
0: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future.
10: Healthlock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's healthlock.com.
3: Job fair, we're back in this thing. We taught you how to get your money together with Jill Schlesinger. Slut, German slut. How did she say it? I will not slut, be calling her a German day.
4: slut, is what she, <laughs> said. Schlet, Ger- Schlesinger. Schlesinger. what she said. Schlesinger. Schlesinger. Schlesinger.
3: Schlesinger.
4: Right. And, and, and just, just so you feel safe, Jacqueline, all you have to tell people, you say, sie Deutsch, German slut. That's, and then that way you get past it. That way you've told people and letting them know that you speak a little German. And when you're saying it, you're not saying it. To be slut-shaming, you just, that's a pronunciation thing. It'll work
6: out. It will be my luck to run into this woman, so now I'm not doing that.
3: Ralph, as a person who's multilingual, not Mm. bi, multilingual Mm -hmm. black person, do you think it's racist that none of these voice foreign language apps have black voices to teach you the languages? Why is every voice... absolutely racist. Hello, and you're going to learn Deutsch (laughs) to like I would rather have Ralph. I'd rather have the I-A doishny <laughs> slut. You know what the music means. It's time for us to give you some stuff to break the ice with co-workers of the opposite race helping us do that as always comes to us from parts unknown but if you settle down there in central Tennessee set your tender settings to 100 miles and Put a pair of panties out there on the flagpole. He will appear. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> His mama named him Norado. We call him Rod for short. Rod, good Wednesday to you, bro.
5: What's going down, man? How, how, how's everybody feeling?
4: Hi. Oh, I'm good, brethren. I'm good.
3: Quick update off the rip, Rod, from last week. Flower Man has not resurfaced. He has not followed up at all with JG. Apparently, he did not take your advice to apologize and confess his identity.
5: Well, that's good. That's that's the best outcome is I was hoping he would just stay away. But if he had to say something, he should apologize. But that's good. Congratulations, Jacqueline. Why is that? Congratulations,
6: huh?
5: That you don't have to deal with that creep ass nigga. He just disappeared.
6: <laughs> I like, wasn't gonna uh. deal with that anyway. Anyone needs to know that all my five love languages. I need all five. I'm a handful. Ain't that's why nobody, I'm not dating.
3: Ain't nobody speaking no five fucking love languages. You gotta pick two. <laughs> yeah.
6: I want all five. So that's fucking why I'm not earth dating you
3: on, and then you want it. Third, we just gonna have to do a separate dating podcast for you <laughs> oh. no, No you got to
5: remember, Jacqueline has zero OKCupid. interest in dating, man. True. All
4: the more reason to do a dating show. What are you talking She's about? He's grown
5: completely asexual on us. <laughs> She does not, she has no interest in men. Hmm. Like that. I she, have doesn't no want, in dating right she doesn't want to now. She doesn't want to date. Yo, you know what, Brad? Okay. And by right now, she means like the last 19 years. <laughs> 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 no. 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 Let's settle in with you, Rob. We just no. give these people
3: some shit to bring up at their job, co workers of the opposite race, Rob.
5: Uh, Black people. Mm hmm. Something that would be really cool for you to talk about with your white co-workers right now is John West Townley. He's an ex-NASCAR driver and son of the founder of Zagsby's. He was recently in a situation where his divorce was finalized, so he went and attacked his ex-wife and her new man with a hatchet. And the mm. new boyfriend shot him dead. No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> run up if you want. I'm talking about run up, get done up. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but
3: attack? No warning shot. Because no, mm. he's
5: got his new girl.
3: They're <laughs> <And> divorced. <laughs> It don't matter. You're mine. You know how crazy
5: men <laughs> think. I was
4: about to say, you know that. There's a whole bunch of dudes no. out there that if I can't have you, can't nobody
3: have Exactly.
5: You. And That's you have to be mad than a motherfucker to break an ex in this motherfucker. That's some right. fucking 1920s, goddamn St. Valentine's Day massacre mob shit. It's, <laughs> an, intimate,
3: it it's an intimate tool.
5: No violence. That's up close. You don't kill a nigga fast with a hatchet. That Mm -hmm. nigga wanted to hack at them motherfuckers for a while. But the new man was packing more than a bigger dick. He also had a stronger weapon. (laughs) And he put my man down. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. So,
6: where did he shoot him? What part oh, of the here body? Go.
3: Here come the gun it. I don't know, know. What that does that have round. to do with
5: anything? What, what kind of load of gun <laughs> He shot like that right? nigga in a place that'll kill him. That's what he <laughs> shot him. <laughs> he's like really dead? Nah, you're I was, so, nah, I was, nah, he was fake dead.
4: Right, 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 is he, so, is, he, is he, is he dead? Is he, is he, is he, is he dead? My
5: phone. <laughs>
4: That's, that's, that's a straight Wu-Tang reference for you, J.D. That's, that's all it was. Is he dead? Is he is
5: he dead? No, I mean killed like it was cool. It was great. He did a great job. <laughs> no, he killed that nigga dead. <laughs> he shot. Why? I don't know. He shot that if anytime somebody says somebody shot somebody and killed them, they don't mean anything other than they're dead. No, <laughs>
6: so you don't have to kill them when you shoot them. That's why
5: I do what I say he shot and killed Kills. them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Here, mm-hmm. Here's why you can't cap him in the kneecaps. Because my initial thought, Rod, was this man is dealing with loss, mm-hmm. and love makes you do crazy things. Like there's literally laws on the books for crime mm-hmm. and passion, which is basically, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Judge, that coochie made me crazy.
6: Mm-hmm. Right?
3: Is that's basically well, what the law is.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You mm-hmm. dick whipped, dude. Pussy whipped. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I'm sorry, I tried to murder. But when you come Ooh. with a hatchet. You're going to come back with something bigger next time. Mm -hmm. So I got to fucking... I'm sorry, sir. I have to kill you. Oh,
6: no. I
3: apologize. Yeah. Like, it's it's unfortunate, Mm -hmm. but... This is a motherfucking hilarious story to bring up at your job, Rod. I approve. <laughs> yeah,
5: especially, especially if you catch your coworker, you know, enjoying mm. a salad. You know what I mean? Angel, <laughs> very good. Enjoying a salad. You'd be like, oh, speaking mm. of speaking of salads. Salads, good. Oh. Have, have
3: oh any gosh. of you have you, any of you ever wanted to fight? i guess i'm right now i'm only talking to rod and third have you ever wanted to fight the new boyfriend of someone oh, you dated
4: nah. Nah, no 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 absolutely not Hell i nah. don't even i literally Hell do nah. not
5: talk to my exes so yeah i don't give a fuck if she got something yeah.
4: do. <laughs> yeah i'm good i'm good generally speaking with most of my exes i'm like he, um you can't do better so good luck um yeah, I, I carry oh, that. Serious? I, I okay. carry that all day. I, I mean, I'm kind of with Rod. I don't care what happens to you afterwards. I, the I only good. time,
3: the only time I wanted to fight, and it wasn't on some "fuck you for leaving me." I'm a fight. like it was the exact opposite. We broke up. We we essentially. I, I can speak freely on this now because she's fucking married, so it doesn't matter. We essentially broke up because I moved to Los Angeles and I uh-huh. was too broke to do long It just wasn't, Mm -hmm. it just wasn't. Yeah, long distance is expensive. I ain't gonna lie about that. And when you're making, at the time as a comedian, I lived in LA, I was making $900 a week on the road. My plane ticket ticket was five. They weren't covering my plane tickets yet. Mm -hmm. So I ain't sneaking back to Birmingham right quick. Uh It's just the shit's dead. While I was gone, I found out the dude she dated after me was on some dirty dick shit and was uh-huh. like treating her real bad. It was nothing criminal, nothing abusive, but it was just uh-huh. some, just some straight up, just being a fuck boy. And just for a second, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When I get back to Birmingham in eight months, <laughs> oh, fuck that monkey,
5: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this nigga gonna pull a heist on mm. that
3: nigga. He got hey, you pulled him on somebody in November. Eight Remember months to what get you together. did to her in March. How I'm here it? to fight now because I just <laughs> now was
5: able to afford the flight. That's wild, man. Roy, you gotta you gotta step your pimping game up, man. Why why would should you have to buy your own plane ticket to go see her or any woman out of town? Mm, that's a Save
3: that. Save that's that for nuts. the. That's for the dating podcast too. <laughs> all right, all right,
4: look, that's for the dating podcast. We got Bun B on. Like I'm just saying, <laughs> Yo,
5: she should have been flying you out to Birmingham because she wanted to see you so much, or vice Bun versa. She should have been flying herself out to L.A. to see you. Bun B or Colin Kaepernick? It. You got to start eating now. ass. Or so. you got to start eating ass and sucking toes. Man. Oh Lord, have mercy, though. No. You won't have to pay I'm for nothing. You won't have to pay I'm for hurt. shit. <laughs> I ain't never bought a plane ticket in my life. I get on a plane multiple times a year (laughs) and to see women. I've never purchased my own plane
6: ticket. You are
3: also
5: dating a
6: rock star.
5: No, I swear to God, I would not lie. I've never, I've never, every time I've ever been on a plane, I've never purchased a plane ticket.
4: That's crazy, (laughs) B. That's wild wow
6: he's dating yeah. a country music rock star that's totally different well i'm not, I'm, talk,
5: I'm talking about regular women too i'm not talking about just to see her i've never bought a plane thing i don't even know what the process is
3: you Yo. are an enigma. You are. A... <laughs> Yo.
5: I give people my name and information, and then they say, "Go, you check in on this date at this time." I've never bought a play date.
4: <laughs> you are, you are Big Mike's little shadow. Do you hear me? Like that is constitutional pimping on a high I'm not, level. I'm brother. not play
5: pimping down here. man. Nah, I man. Play pimping down here. That's, right. con- that's
4: constitutional <laughs> pimping right there, bro. I'd I right. dab you if I could. Good lord. Woo. He said, I ain't never paid, bro. I ain't
3: never paid for a plane ticket. So then I know he ain't never mm. about to grab a hatchet over some coochie that ain't his no
5: more. <laughs> nah, you never, <laughs> never that.
3: Never
4: that. Look, that's, you, you got a better chance to catch a ride paying for somebody on OnlyFans.
3: Mm.
5: Amen to that, brother. <laughs>
3: Okay, so I like that one. You just bring that one up with the coworkers. What's the wildest thing you've ever done for love? And that's it. Yeah, relationships are a good connector. Relationships, food, sports. Yeah, that, that works. Let's flip it up, right? What the white folks talking to black people about?
5: White people, we got a topic right now that's near and dear to a lot of black people's heart. It involves people everybody knows and loves across cultures. Uh, my man, Charlie Sheen, Uh-oh. just scored a win for men everywhere as he no longer has to pay child support to his ex-wife, Denise Richards, because their daughter has moved in with him. Shout out to Chuck. Oh,
3: Nice. Wait a minute. So you telling white people to approach their black co-workers and go, hey, my man.
5: Have you heard the new child support loophole? <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's gonna who be more interested in child support loopholes than the brothers you work with? You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can scheme on that. You can get full custody of the kid, stop the child support, and then let the kid live with your parents or some shit. You know How what I'm saying? There's ways she? around this. How old is she? She's a teenager. I think she's 16. Oof, I was center on. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, Charlie, you know, Chuck, Chuck is, uh, I got to send a shout out to him, man. Charlie, that tiger blood is still popping, baby. Mm. Got off that child support. I ain't mad at (laughs) it. Let's
3: see. Uh, real quick from down South Georgia, girl. Thank you here. 25K a month is what he was paying.
5: Hmm. That's not... You know how much more hookers and blow he can do now? What
6: is it usually? Ten, fifteen percent of what your monthly income? I don't know.
4: I always thought it was uh, whatever the percentage a very good lawyer could take out of somebody's check. I mean, not the change sucks. I, I know there ain't kids involved, but like Dr. Dre's wife is getting a stupid amount monthly. Um, but she can't and remarry. Right, three million.
3: Yeah, she's getting three million a month. Dr. Dre's ex-wife.
4: Right, and I don't think that had nothing to do with ten to fifteen percent of his his things. So she's getting,
5: she's getting like alimony and shit, right? And she's trying to keep that lifestyle payment and whatnot.
6: But I don't believe she can remarry either.
2: Now that she wants, she, can't, she, she can't, wants no, to she...
5: keep getting that money. Correct. She no, also so just hot. accused Dre of having a baby outside the marriage, too. Oh, some old Dwayne Wade
4: <laughs> facts.
5: <laughs> that, okay. that, that's a that's a ugly uh, battle uh, Dre got going on with oh, his wife. I hope no. that Super Bowl check clears.
4: Uh, look <laughs> right, but uh, uh, to our listeners, white people don't bring this shit up. That's a bad idea. That's a this conversation you don't want to go into. Not that one. I Not mean, if, one. If
5: depending on how long you want to talk to them, but if mm. it does, like don't bring it up to black women, but bring well, it up to black dudes.
4: Yeah, black, black dudes, dudes will love this story. That's facts. That's facts. That's
3: yeah, facts. I mean, because they always count it as a victory for men. Okay, here we go. So Charlie Sheen was originally paying 110k a month. Mm. Then it was cut to 55k, and then it was cut to 25k. And now the 25 is off the table. Thank you. Rhonda for that. So, apparently, when he went all tiger blood blood crazy, Hollywood was like, we ain't fucking with you no more. And so, he started... (laughs) the, The money wasn't coming in, so he was able to go back to court Every year ago, bitch, I'm <laughs> broke. <laughs> bitch, <laughs> I'm, I'm broke.
5: Bitch, I'm broke. Bitch, I'm broke. Bitch, ain't got it on me. Please. I'm down to one or a mom, man. Your boy's starving out here.
6: <laughs> okay, I have a sidebar.
5: Bitch, I'm broke.
6: <laughs> so when the two of you get married, are you gonna get prenups? Huh? Uh, you are yeah.
4: married,
5: Ralph. I don't. Oh, um, I
4: married broke too, so we didn't have to worry about a prenup. So,
5: yeah, I'm ahead. not. I'm not going to get a prenup because, again, it's pimping. So oh, never mind. It, so I'm I'm going to be getting paid it's by her, camping. so I really care about no freedom. Why do I <laughs> ask these questions? It's <laughs> trying camping. to get this cheese. Right now I'm too I'm too deeply involved with other people's right. wives to get married myself. So. Let me ask you a serious
3: her. question, Rob, Why just, I just I in terms of questions? companionship and life and all of that shit. And I know this mm-hmm. should be for our spin off dating podcast. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever met an old happy pimp?
5: No. I have. I have not. I've met old happy ex pimps. Huh.
4: Yes. I've yes, never yes. met a
5: man that's still pimping that's happy. Because just mm-hmm. like everything else slows down, your pimping has to slow. Like when you got a bad <laughs> hip, holes start getting out of line. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you know it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to keep your holes in line when they know you can't catch them
3: mm. yeah, yeah cause if you're trying to slap and you gotta rotate that comes right. from your hip yeah, yeah
5: that's true put some, true. You put some Bengay on first Uh-oh. and stretch stretch that rotator cuff out she already on the other block buddy. as
4: soon as 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 soon as this aspartame kicks in bitch <laughs> you just wait you just wait girl Cause I swing from my hip But my sciatica is acting up
5: You
3: just wait That's funny Thank you for that Rod Now I was able to slyly not answer that question His podcast (laughs) is corner. (laughs) You can find it wherever you download podcasts Rod as always Thank Mm. you for coming on the program We will get at you next week And a happy pumpkin spice Rest of October to you sir
5: yeah, same to you, man. Are you gonna get a prenup when you get married? Thank you, Ryan. Ooh.
4: Ooh, hello, Roy.
6: Roy, did you turn <laughs> his mic off? Where's Roy? <laughs> Is he frozen? <laughs> He's <laughs> not moving. This <laughs> nigga
5: doing the mannequin challenge. Tra- <laughs> tra- <laughs> tra- <laughs> <laughs> nigga, we see you
6: shaking.
5: The <laughs> you
4: got a
3: wild smile
5: going. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Scam of the week time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it to the scale. I yeah. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Hey, marriage mm-hmm. is a as yeah. a construct as itself. It's like it's already wild mm. to even do. So say like, fuck it. Go balls out. It's like like marriage is literally betting double zero on roulette. So why are you even fucking around with outside bets on red and black? Why, why are you even doing that?
4: That was was one of the best analogies to marriage I've ever heard without saying marriage is a trap in quite some time. So that was that was well crafted there. It's
3: exciting and worth the ride. But most many of the marriage roller coasters do not come back into the station.
6: (laughs) It's beautiful. Marriage is beautiful.
3: But the excitement of it is what's beautiful. You don't know whether or not it's good. See, we got to save this for the dating podcast. We got to do a date podcast. We Mm. We should take dating advice from people. What Rod? Dating shit. job
4: fair. Dating rock job fair. That's it. The dating job no, fair. Right there,
6: bro. somebody has to balance this out. He cannot do that alone. Well, you can't you do it because you ain't
3: went on a date in nineteen years. it <laughs> <So, laughs> three years. Respectfully. 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 Three Re-
6: years. Respectfully. Thank you.
3: It's gotta <laughs> be what somebody. It's <laughs> gotta be somebody who fucking you <laughs> still out there in these streets, and it ain't me or Ralph. Mm hmm. Y'all no, not fucking no more? We fuck we ain't Who you talking about? We ain't fucking <laughs> everybody. we, yeah, every. we talk about in them streets. We yeah, ain't in, in the, the streets.
5: streets. See, I'm not
4: in the oh, streets. Oh, okay. But, I thought I thought
3: you
5: just meant y'all not, like, they on, Ron, they that five. I thought it said mm, married, don't fuck, but come on now. I,
4: I I couldn't get married and stop fucking. That was not part of the deal. Not to be all out, okay. but like no, I'm just stop, saying, right? Like come stop.
3: on now. I'm already in trouble with my girl. Don't you get in trouble with your wife too on this episode?
4: <laughs> you don't know how right. well I did on her birthday. I got I got I got some strikes right now. I'm good.
3: see but i'm digging a hole my girl birthday coming up in november (laughs) so now i gotta double down because i didn't sit man scam goodbye rod scam of the week time (laughs) what's up shut the fuck up Rod. scam of the week (laughs) talk to this flight attendant in new zealand i ain't fucking with y'all
10: no more oh my
3: gosh scam of the week well, we invite you to come on this show and tell us about a hustle you done ran on a company or a hustle you would seen ran on a company. It's a lot of good scams out there. I am fascinated by them. Jacqueline, I understand that um, we go on across, it, I guess, well, the Atlantic Ocean is the pond. What is the Pacific Ocean? What do you call the Pacific Ocean? It, like, I have know, no a, idea. You know, they call you know, it
11: the is? Pacific down here.
3: <laughs> yeah. Do, they, do, they, do, we, do we call it that? He don't even wait to be introduced. I respect hey, Jimmy. <laughs> Who's on the phone, JG?
6: We have Jimmy. He is in New Zealand and he said it's the Pacific. Yeah, so
3: it's Jimmy. That's what they call it. What are you? Are you from New Zealand originally or are you an American no, transplant? No. no, I'm a good old boy from
11: Southwest Virginia.
3: How does a boy from the Appalachia yes. end yeah. up in the land of the Kiwi? Yes. I married a Kiwi 37 years ago. Aww. I told you, Jacqueline. Love and so... money. <laughs> Love and money. That's the only reason a man gonna pack up a U-Haul. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's jump into it, man. Uh, where yeah. did you work? What, what 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 industry were you in? That this, this was an airline.
11: So this this happened in 1981. So it was 40 years ago when I was 23 years old, and I haven't told anybody this story. This is this is first. I was like a ramp rat. You know, so i put the fuel in the planes and I would, uh, you know, wave around the flashlights and shit like that. And uh, so uh, one day for uh, the word came down from the headquarters that uh, stewardesses were turning into flight attendants and that men could apply for a promotion, right? And, oh. uh, uh-huh. and they would fly us down to Winston-Salem, North Carolina and put us up in the fanciest hotel in town.
10: <laughs> and Winston they would Salem. feed
11: us breakfast in the morning and give us a little interview and then feed us
3: lunch and then send us home. So you agreed to go to Winston-Salem to get a bunch of free food. Right. Yeah, yeah.
11: So I, I put on
3: my suit, you know, and uh, uh, when I got
11: on the plane from Atlanta to Winston, uh, i sat down beside this real nice young black man who was about my age and he was in a suit. Right. Mm-hmm. And okay. I'm like, what? We're, you know this is this was like the last flight out of atlanta <clears throat> i was like where what are you going to winston for you know and he says oh i'm going for a job interview at the airlines and i'm like wow me too man what a coincidence you know so we kind of made friends you know and you know we talked about things and you know my concept of working as a flight attendant would be like serving people coca cola all day long and then, you know, banging the stewardesses in the airport holiday inn at night, you know, that was my idea Goals. of the job, Thug you life.
6: know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
11: So,
3: yeah. So drink serving yeah. drinks and sexually harassing the co-workers. Yeah,
11: yeah exactly. Right, Good right. Times. Yeah. It
3: was acceptable back and then. And so uh, it was
11: the 80s. Right, right. So we shared we shared a ride to the hotel. And when we get there, you know, it's late at night and there's like a hundred people in the lobby all lined up for their rooms, you know? And it was like everybody on the plane was going to this job interview. And we were the last two. Both of the clerks came open at the same time. We both walked up to the counter at the same time. And we both said, I'm here for the job interview at the same time. And they looked at each other, shit, there's been a a little mistake in our arithmetic. And we only have one more room and it only has one double bed. And we're all out of rollaways. And, uh, and yeah. you know, so I was like, shit, uh, I had like $20 in my pocket and I had like a Hustler magazine in my suitcase. And I was like gonna sleep naked, you know, that was my plan. And here we are, you know, so I look at him and he looked at me and I could tell he was like this sucks you know and i was thinking the same yeah. thing so what do you think we did in 1981 winston-salem north carolina 10 30 night we had to be we had to be up the next morning and b- bright-eyed and
3: bushy-tailed in our suits at 7 a.m you have no choice but to but to stay in the same room did you, let you just, borrow get Not the, just the
11: same room huh
3: did you let them
4: borrow your hustler magazine and you sit in the chair? <laughs> Is that what happened? No, you
3: cannot sleep in the same bed, Jimmy. You have to, like, sleep, like, one on the floor. Like, give me extra blankets and shit from the linen closet. I sleep in the tub. Yeah. Huh? So what what did you do, Jimmy?
6: I slept with the black man. What size bed was this? (laughs) It was
11: actually a little bit bigger than a double size, but it was... It was, uh, you know, it was it was me and a strange black man uh, sleeping in the same bed in our tidy whities because neither one we didn't bring pajamas. You know, it's not like
6: we of were expected not. to did be you sleep sleeping head to toe. Or <laughs> no,
11: no, we just got in bed. But you know what? What was it, what I think is interesting is that we thought back then we were so naive. I, I believe he thought well at the time. I thought he he thought the same thing that I did. But I thought if people thought we were gay, oh. we would not get that job. Mm-hmm. That's how naive I was.
4: <laughs> that, that That is that is naive, paranoid, and right all at the same time. That, In that 1981. Is fair. In 81, that's sure. fair. Yeah. It's yeah. fair. It's fair because it would be, what, it would be another couple of years before, like, even that whole stereotype of the gay male steward story yeah. is. Would take off in movies and stuff. So I could see. So that. are yeah. you
6: all still yeah. in contact wow. with each other? I mean, you uh, slept together one night. No,
11: I. I, I
4: you burned well, that memory.
11: Because we, we did not want to uh-huh. be seen as possibly gay, we decided that he would leave first in the morning and I would wait 10 minutes uh-huh. and then I would go down.
4: That's hilarious. Yeah.
11: But I did not see him after that. And I don't remember his name, but I would I, I would love if he heard this and, uh, and got in contact. So me. did it either was, one of you hilarious. get the
6: job or were you uh, just both there for the good meal, the hot shower and the time together?
11: You know, I, at the time, I would have loved to have gotten oh. the job. I did not get the job. I don't, Jimmy, I
4: don't think this black man wants to be found.
11: This is, this is, this
3: is feeling like the type of gentleman who's like, hey, white boy, boy, you just got to shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to feed my family, dog. I need yeah. you to be quiet about this shit here. Because it's just, whatever I got to do is what I got to do. He's somewhere in therapy right now talking about Jimmy. You know damn well, if,
4: if you tell anybody about this, I kill you.
3: I'm not quite sure what the scam was in that third. I, I do know somewhere in there he got a free meal, he got a free night stay, and
4: I think I think the scam. I think the scam was in '81. He got the free flight and just didn't count on the uh, sleeping with the black man part. Um.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you want a free trip somewhere, apply for a job in the airline industry. They'll fly into town, and then just no show.
4: Right. Next time pack more okay. than a hustler and some tidy whities <laughs> um, that might help. I would think I don't know. I just
6: Tell the wife we <laughs> said <it's> hi.
11: <laughs> Thank you. It
3: Hope was
6: a lot of fun. Soon. Okay. Okay, we'll okay. take
2: Jacqueline. Thank
3: see you around. Good Bye to see you too,
10: I love okay. that.
3: Thank you to our guests who called in. Appreciate you to Carl the firefighter. Doctor Jill Schleshing. <laughs> 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 and, uh, of course, Jimmy New Zealand, no thank you to Rod, no thank you specifically to Rod, and no thank you to you, J.G., for stirring up I the... Do? What does a prenup uh, have to do with a man with a hatchet going to kill his ex-wife?
6: I was trying to figure out where the money went when they got
3: divorced. That's all. Tra- oh, wait, the Charlie Sheen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about Charlie Sheen. Maybe, <laughs> the money go. went Maybe. to cocaine and porn.
4: What if, what if he had an option to use the axe in the prenup? Would that change shit?
6: Ooh, you can't put murder uh, in your prenup. You can
4: put whatever the hell you
6: want in your prenup. Stop. <laughs> it's
4: a you prenup. can. He's right. It's a prenup. He's you right can write in you. your prenup that, like, as a woman, you can say, like, if you cheat on me in the prenup, you can write, I get the right to kick you in the balls. And if he signs that, then if you, you can kick him in the balls. You can't put it you. Up there. Royce Job Fair.
3: It's a product of <laughs> iHeartRadio, Comedy Central, South Park and Princeton Productions. Follow us uh, all over the interwebs, at RoyceJobFair on the social, at RoyceJobFair, RoyceJobFair at gmail.com if you want to be a part of the show. And you know what? It's been a month and a half, so I'll ask you again. Rate and review us. <laughs> How about that? Mm. See? We're not like other podcasts. We don't fucking beg. No. And fucking ask mm-hmm. to please, pretty please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you got good dope, motherfuckers will come. Crack has only come in one flavor for thirty-five mm-hmm. years, mm. cause it's Blue good. magic.
6: Mm. It's a flavor.
3: I don't know. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, my, it's, my point is it's not different. It in a movie.
4: In a movie, they said it was a flavor. So I'm, I'm yeah, with, I'm with Roy on that one. Yeah. Like? Mm.
6: So that's right a yeah. brand. Brand,
4: tomato, tomato. It's crack.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This has been a Comedy Central podcast. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit paramountplus.com/theshot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
8: Right here, right now, find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next-day installation, and all backed by the Right Price Guarantee.